1: Nerds
2: podcast.
1: I fucking hate Crow. This is bull. It's it's the first turn. It's the first turn. He's got four monsters on the field, and he's always sacrificing two of them. He's got oh, what does he got now? Oh, this is <laughs> it. The black wing arm wing. This is <laughs> <it>. <laughs> this game. Every <laughs> game, the exact same thing happens. He gets four monsters in the field, he sacrifices two of them, and he brings out the stupid <laughs> armed wing. <laughs> this game. This is <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Look at this shit. Bang! Behave the king of all animals. I'm going to destroy you if he has a trap card and he's so f***ing.
0: Oh, no! I do a trap card! This is horseshit! not this game! Ah! I'm
1: oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm recording. Crap, I got that all recorded. <laughs> I'm out.
3: You should edit him. Just say
1: no. Ah, just I'm editing. I'll let the shit
3: <laughs> out. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome to the Drunk Nerds podcast. I am your host for this week, the Jack of Hearts, from ah. the lovely Evergreen state of I'm Washington.
1: Done. Sorry, right, I'll
3: turn off the game. <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> And the person you just heard on the proverbial left side of the ring for me is one and only Ginger Boy. <laughs> Say hello, Ginger. No, you
1: know what? <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh 5DS for the freaking Xbox Live Arcade is the worst game ever made. This game is ridiculous. <laughs> it's the first turn and Crow Hogan already has four monsters on the field. And I finally get a monster strong enough to defeat him, to defeat his strongest monster, and he has a freaking chop card. This is BS. I hate this game. I hate games. I hate Fuck you. you. Well, you know what?
4: He's a Inca You want to know what?
1: <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>
3: this whole game is... You want to know what Crow Hogan's main little fry- catchphrase is? It's like, what you gonna do, brother? What you gonna do when Crow's mania runs wild on you? Right, when I
1: bring a freaking black wing armed whatever on you. Oh, man. Bulls. hate this fucking game. Man.
4: Yeah, you can't stop playing it.
3: <laughs> All right, then. Now that little intro is I'm sorry. <laughs> now that that little intro's been uh, very much of a tangent there for our own ginger boy, to our proverbial right side of the ring is our one and only Knuckles. Yeah! What's up, Knuckles? What's
4: up, everyone? <laughs> Big Red is online. You should be recording this podcast. Not I'm not, freaking, I'm not uh...
1: playing the game anymore. I'm looking at the sales for the day. <laughs>
4: Uh, I'm good, playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, not getting as pissed off as Ginger Boy over there. I can beat Crow. Crow's my bitch. Yeah, because you,
1: you have a bullshit deck.
4: Uh, and, uh, <laughs> what about you? How have you been doing before I let the smack down on Ginger Boy?
3: Oh, man, I've been doing alright. I've just been also playing a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! 5D Plus and stuff with PSN, which... Yeah, while we're on the subject of Yu-Gi-Oh! 5D and stuff like that, why don't we just uh, get into, just a little bit into it, because it's mostly the game I've been playing for the past couple days. Same here. I mean, the game structure itself, you know, it has that uh, proverbial, like, uh, the, the you know, the, it's a tournament structure type of game where you go through, like, the preliminary matches and stuff, you have to beat at least... Three people, or maybe two in a row and stuff, to get enough points to move yeah, on to the yeah, I mean, main anyway, tournament,
1: which consists of about. get the next round. That's what I did. I won two out of three, and I got to
4: the next to, round. Yeah, you have to get two out of three, at least two out of three, with the highest points.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, at least that and stuff. I mean, there have been occasions where I've personally played and haven't gotten enough of enough points, even though I won like about two out of the three duels, but have not advanced past, you know, to yeah, that main yeah, tournament. Yeah. So,
4: and if you, if you and so uh, win all three, automatically advance to the next yeah, turn of it. Yep. Well, you suck.
1: Yeah, I know I suck. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't suck. This game's just cheap. Every freaking time I get a strategy going, just so happens that the computer has a freaking car that will stop your strategy, or they have freaking 17 monsters on the field until the first freaking turn.
3: You know, that's one of the first cons about the the game that I personally have, is because the freaking makers of the game don't give you, like, a weld structure type of deck first thing, you're left to struggle against the computer, and the computer is Mm -hmm. just ruthless when you get to the main tournament. Even
4: in the the preliminary tournaments, uh, the the AI is ruthless. Oh, yeah, they got,
1: like, a set deck with whole strategies, like
4: the entire cards. There's decks, Elemental Hero, that will fucking uh, just summon... All the strong monsters in the field and destroy your Yeah, yours. So
1: then two turns before you even get a chance. Yeah, to Yeah, within anything. two
4: turns, then you have the stall decks that you can't attack or anything.
1: Yeah, it's.
4: It was like I believe some of the ordinary right. people are harder than the actual tournament.
1: That's that's my issue. I, I bought the game when it first came out, and I didn't play it for a whole six, seven months after. I probably played it for a couple of weeks. So I just got irritated because basically everybody what they would say, well, we guys got to keep grinding. I don't want to keep. I don't want to play a game for 15-20 hours because every time you play a game, you get every time after every after every game you get a bunch of random cards to add to your your trunk. Yeah,
4: I do want to say something about that. Uh, they okay. do add, They added like within the the game went off the marketplace for about a year or so. Oh really? Yeah. Then they brought it back as Yu Gi Oh Decade Duels Plus, which added three thousand something new cards to the game. Which made it harder for you to get mm-hmm. cards like to go for your deck. Huh. And this game does have uh, what suffers from most free-to-play games do that you have to pay to you can pay to get better cards. Yeah,
1: yeah, they added that. That's all
4: that. Which I'm not really complaining about because uh, if I wanted to get the best cards in the game, I could go in brick-and-mortar life and uh, buy a deck or so, get the cards I want. Uh,
3: well, yeah, exactly. I mean, let's but let's put this in for example I'll, and stuff. Uh,
4: if, this game yeah. isn't also free to play either. You have to pay ten bucks
1: just to get the game. Yeah. Okay. Well, they basically set it up right. like free to play games. I mean, right? yeah. you can't really, right. you can't continue on the game. Like you can get so far, and then eventually you just gotta pay to even have a chance to. I you know.
4: uh, I wouldn't say that because I got my. I got my first stall deck, which allows me to stop people from using their cards. When, yeah, but the whole game. After the, about 30 the, wins. The
1: cards you get, though, is just. It's completely random. So you could have just got lucky and got those cards. You know, I've probably played 30 or 40 games, and I've. And I've probably. I, the cards I have. I mean, I've got some pretty good cards, but I don't have, like, a, a deck where there's a, like a whole strategy behind everything where everything's built around these core. You just four, have a full on
4: aggro deck where yeah. you just you just have to attack I just I, yeah, I just
1: I just got my best cards I have available and I just put those together. Yeah, I don't have a whole card a whole deck built around six samurais or black wings or a stall deck or anything. It's just it's
4: Well or right. well for me it's a uh, like I consider this game a lot like chess where you have to plan out your moves two moves in advance.
2: Yeah.
4: Like you play a monster. You have to make sure yeah. your monster can beat their monster. If you if you can't beat that monster, you have to set it up to where you have to make them attack you, and have like a trap card or something, a spell or trap card that'll stop their attack or uh, destroy, make them destroy the monster, make them hurt their own life points. Yeah. And uh, it's like for the beginning, that's what you have to do. Is like you have to play defense until. Uh, you get, like, a Mirror Force or something, or your... Or, say, I think the starting... Strongest monster you get in your deck is Elemental Hero Neos.
3: Yes, and first thing you get that's, like, your strongest monster. That's, like, a 2500 attack uh, monster yeah, right there at level 7. Yeah,
4: and, um, You have to sacrifice two cards. You just have to play defense until you're gonna get... There's a good, decent strategy going. Oh, I, like for me, I play I play mostly trap cards at the very beginning.
1: Yeah, that's usually what I do. I just set a bunch of you know magic and trap cards in the field.
4: Oh, that's that's also you can't you can't uh, send magic all all your magic and trap cards on the field because like you'll you won't be able to know that the opponent. But yeah, is they like, can destroy. Them. Oh, I drew, yeah, I drew a heavy storm on the first turn. So goodbye all your best magic and trap. Yeah, cards. that's happened <laughs> a couple times before. Yeah, same here.
1: You have finally have a strategy put together, and they, that's what I mean. Like, just <laughs> you get a strategy put together, and everything, and then all the like, I'll have cards like, oh, I can finally destroy like this trap card. That's like, there's I was playing this one person, and uh, the one of the computers, and they had a fairy deck, and um, oh god, one of the, they put like the the what's the cards that like affect the. Yeah, the
4: elements. You can't destroy fairies and monsters. Yeah, like all you can't all def- other, destroy fairies in defense mode or something. Yeah, all like their
1: that. every tech I, I had like six or six, like all their cards, all the fairy monsters they had were like really weak. But every attack, they had a magic card in the field that would every attack you did was automatic. It was zero, so it didn't affect. So they didn't lose any light points, and they didn't they didn't lose their cards. So I, I was like, I had the the I had all my strong monsters in the field. But I couldn't attack them. So eventually. You know, like, I eventually got, like, the Heavy Storm or something, and, like, I was able to destroy all the cards, and I eventually won it, but it, was, it was just took forever, you know, to get that, to finally freaking do that.
4: I do want to say, though, I was playing Jack last night and talk about the all the trap cards going, the, being destroyed in your first turn. <laughs> he wiped yeah. out half of my <laughs> trap cards in the first move. Well,
3: here's, here's exactly what happened in this case and scenario. What happened was uh, Knuckles used Card Destruction, I think, on his first turn, right, which got rid of a lot of uh, my hand and stuff, because he only had, like, about two cards or something that uh, he personally had, because he set, like, a monster or something like that, and, like, most of his spell and trap cards. So once he used Card Destruction, it wiped out my hand, and all of a sudden I get, like, uh, not only do I draw Heavy Storm, but I also got another card, Brain Control, or something like that. So what happened was I I used Heavy Storm... I just wipe out his whole backfield. He had I think he had like Elemental Hero Wild Heart or something, like faced up on his field. This uh, level four monster. So I use brain control. I use that and I use it as part of my my sacrifice for like another monster and I end up just attacking him directly. <laughs>
1: That's I've done that too <laughs> so many times, like where he'll finally get like he did uh, one of the last games he played, like he had a Dark Magician and he was like really excited he had Dark Magician on yeah. there. And then the very next turn I had I had I, I drew I drew the brain control Put that down and I brought his card over and I sacrificed the Dark Magician and then, like, attacked him directly. Like, that's my thing whenever I play Knuckles. And if I beat him probably.
4: He doesn't beat me with his own yeah. monsters. He he somehow man, he somehow managed to draw that fucking brain control card yeah, I'll draw and attack me. And destroy his life points. Like I, I,
1: every game I beat him in, I beat him, like, in just individual duels, not matches. But I probably beat him four or five times. And I have literally not beat him with my own card. I. I've used Monster Reborn, or I've used Brain Control, and I brought his monster on, brought one of his monsters over, and I just destroyed him with that. That's every every time I've won it it has been that way. Is just me destroying, beating him with his own monster? And I don't know why you're still using Card Destruction Knuckles because the last time you used it, you had the game won. It's i
4: uh, uh, play, I'm playing him on the PSN, so I don't have a good deck. Well, just get rid of that, just yet, get rid so. of
1: that card because every time you use it, it costs you the game.
4: Yeah, I also need it to get because I can't play a monster most of the time when I use it. So I use card destruction to get a monster on the field. Yeah,
1: it's kind
4: of backward on your buddy. Yeah, the only time card destruction works is when I'm using that burn deck. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. You, you just be happy, Jack, that you don't play him on 360 because he has like 37 decks, and they're all just like he has. It's like the, it's like facing the computers where like, they have a set deck and everything he's got like the five headed he has the dragon deck that's absolutely ridiculous like three turns yeah. in he has the five headed dragon I can up.
4: have uh, two red eyes darkness metal dragons a five headed dragon a blue eyes ultimate dragon and then uh, on the next turn after that I can have the uh, fucking Ma- dragon master knight yeah
1: so like in six turns like, he has all which, he's and all and
4: ha- which since there's five dragon monsters on the field the dragon master knight has like 7000 attack and defense
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, so you're like, knock me you out one turn.
3: <laughs> well, you know, yeah, there's a reason why, in like that, uh, in the actual physical card game format, that a lot of those cards are actually limited or like uh, forbidden and stuff because of what you guys were just talking about. Like for say the red eyes, like uh, darkness dragon or something like that, it's only limited to one because of situations where your opponent could actually just summon more than one of them inside one turn, and then just have these two level like. All these 2,800 yeah, attack monsters uh, plus Yeah, whatever.
4: what I had done was, uh, I use, uh, Future Fusion, which, uh, takes five, yeah. five cards out of my deck into the graveyard. So I put, uh, yeah. Say Red Eyes Wearing, two of those in, which, if, uh, I didn't special summon, I could throw those for Remove from play and special summon two, uh, I could special summon, uh, Red Eyes starting Spindle Dragon. And since I put two in the graveyard and I put two, uh, Right, I start some metal dragons in the graveyard. I can special summon those two at the end of the turn, and then in my, on my yeah, next exactly. turn, I say I have two blue eyes white dragons in my hand. I can special summon those.
3: I know that's that's one of the more niftier parts about like future fusion and stuff. I mean, because of that abusability, especially when you combo like a, a magic card like Dragon's Mirror or whatever you like to use yeah. or something like that. You you use you can Dragon's summon, Mirror like, after that. These. I mean, because you only have like about eight thousand life points. I mean, I'm just trying to inform the people at home about this card game. You know, Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff. Both players start out with like eight thousand life points and stuff. So if you manage to get two level eight, three thousand attack monsters on your same turn by using some sort of special magic card, you got a huge
1: disadvantage. <laughs> you, got a huge you have to
4: advantage, draw like a say. trap card called Mirror Force to destroy all the monsters yeah. in attack mode. So there's like
1: two or three cards in like all of the entire game. That you can actually like, you have a, it's like really a chance to even come back and win it. There's a few monsters you can use that like, I've got lucky with a couple times where like, Black Rose <laughs> fucking whore. <laughs> where they, yeah, where, like you can uh, <laughs> uh, if you flip some of them or something like that, you can you can destroy two monsters on the field, or you can return two monsters to you can pick two monsters on the field and return it to the person's hand, and then they got to re-sacrifice monsters to play them again. So. I mean, you gotta, it's just really, it's just a game of luck, there's only, I mean, you gotta have the right cards in your deck first off, and then, you know, the ex-
4: It's luck mixed with skill. Yeah. like, you have to, you have to be able to know what you're doing yes. to keep that luck in. Yeah, uh, the, it's just, it's basically no, just no, like... A lot this of the is mainly six.
1: why I just, I mainly just play poker. Exactly. Because well I actually have a pretty good shot at that. I'm better at poker than I am You. Well,
3: anyway, let's go into, like, some of the things that we, like, just like about the Nothing. game in general. I mean, yeah, there's obviously a lot of things. There's actually a lot of things that we don't like about the game because of how obtuse and how, like, certain just AI things just look just, just terrible. I mean, I do like the fact that uh, there's so many diverse decks and stuff like that, so many diverse strategies in order, like, when you're facing up against. But, uh... Again, there's just a lot of negative stuff about this game that I don't like. I mean, come on... Yeah. Like, for example, the infrastructure of, uh, you know, the deck, plus all the cards and stuff that you don't get, because since what, you know, what Knuckle said before, since they updated this game, they took it off the Xbox Live Marketplace and did this Decades Dual Plus nonsense and stuff, adding 3,000-something cards... Which, if you hear about you it, it's a
4: good, uh, good thing, but if you're starting off... Yes. And if you're just starting off, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah.
1: Which is basically what... I've, I've played more yes, of it in the last terrible. month than I think I did the first year it was out. Because I played it for a couple weeks and I just kind of got tired of just the BS of the AI and I just went back to it because I started playing with Knuckles. Yeah, and like, i get in cards. I'm yeah. getting some decent cards, but it's like, you're not get, I'm not getting anything I can build a deck around. I'm not getting... You can't combo it with... Yeah, I got no good combos. not stuff
4: to combo with. And the thing about these... Yeah, the thing about when you win in this, since the cards are random, you'll get one card, but you won't get the card that you need to go with it. Mm -hmm. Yes, for like maybe fifty games.
3: Yeah, if you're lucky. In my personal opinion, you know, in my personal opinion and stuff, I just, you know, as for like Yu-Gi-Oh games in general, because I've played a slew of them, like from the Game Boy Advance, from the DS, even a couple of like the PlayStation and stuff. This game itself is just really, really hard just to get into. It's not the greatest, obviously. It is very bad because of a lot of the infrastructure yeah the, a lot of the infrastructure. I mean, for for one, off the price tag of nine ninety nine is very deceiving because you start off with the most chanciest of decks, and even if you do manage to orchestrate a decent deck and win against duelists and stuff, you are awarded with what you four five or five cards, cards and yeah. who knows what the hell you're gonna get.
4: Five cards for the preliminary, yeah. about five or six for the preliminaries, and about ten for the win, and then about fifteen for the championship win. But I mean, does
1: just because you win the championship <laughs> doesn't mean you get fifteen great cards? You just get it's just right. it's all you probably different.
4: get you can also you can probably get cards that you already got from winning the previous. Doors. Yeah, I
1: got so many extras right. cards. That's what's really making it. That's really upset when I look at my trunk. Trunk is like all the cards you own, and then you can put them into your deck. I look, I'll have like yeah. three, three of like I have two or three of each, like a bunch of different cards in there. I only got like two hundred different kind of monsters or two hundred different kind of cards, but I have you know two or three of probably fifty of them. So I just I, they keep giving me the same monsters and mana right. cards over and over again.
4: And th- they, what they do to right. counteract that though, you're only allowed to get three of the max. Yeah, like. Yeah. Which, once you get the three of the, once you get three of the copy of the card, you're not gonna get the, you're not gonna get that card again. Yeah, which is, which is good. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, which is good.
1: That's fair. Well, well,
3: like I was saying before, I'm sorry, like what I was like saying before and stuff, because of it being randomized and stuff, you don't know what type of card you're going to get. You might get something off chance that might be great, let's say like a Mirror Force or a Monster Hunter if you're lucky, but also you have the same amount of chance to get absolutely ship shit cards and stuff. Like last night, while I was like uh, going through the arcade mode again, I got this card Skull Servant, you know, which if... Any old school like Yu-Gi-Oh player knows Skull Servant is one of the weakest monster cards that you could possibly get because for one, it's like a level one, level two monster. and it has it's a normal type monster, doesn't have any type of abilities whatsoever. Three hundred attack, two hundred defense. Oh hey, look at this! Yeah. This is a piece of shit. Like that card shouldn't be <laughs> like
1: it shouldn't even be invented because there's no use to it whatsoever.
3: Well, there is one type of use for Skull Servant, and that's in a particular type of deck when it combines this other card, King of the Skull Servants, which it gains attack equal to the number of that particular card and Skull Servant in the graveyard. But yeah. other than that, there's not really much use for it. But uh, going back to like uh, being the the price being deceiving, sure, you know, you pay ten bucks for this game, but what they really do. How they really get their money is by with their freaking DLC come like their DLC stuff, right? Because here they got these card packs, right, which are varied in price. There's about I think it's at least 17, maybe 18 original card packs, which are priced at around
1: two dollars $2 a pack. Two dollars, and there's so uh, they're
4: they're yeah they're dollar nine on the PSN, okay. so they're two dollars.
3: Yeah, yeah, they're they're just particular there are three types of card packs you can get the regular card packs. The starter decks and the structure decks, and there's also actually there's actually four. <laughs> there's also super packs as well. Meaning, if you try to buy like all those type of DLC com like content and stuff, if you really wanted to get all the cards, it would cost you over a hundred freaking dollars. I think it's like was
1: it close? It's like fifty bucks if you wanted to buy all of
3: them. Fifty?
4: Yeah, it's not that. It's Still fifty dollars so for a re- it's a retail game pretty much. Yeah. So by the time, you but, uh, the time
1: you're all set and done with it, you probably spent you could spend up to like sixty
4: bucks on this game. And then again, all you really need to do yeah. is just you go online, look at what cards come with that pack, uh if it's what you want, yes. Like You spend two bucks, you get good cards that you wanna go for your through your deck. Play the game some more.
3: Well yeah, exactly. Like for me,
4: I probably put about four dollars into the game, four extra dollars into the game. And uh my deck's pretty much solid right now. Like me and uh me yeah, and I Jack for... I pay two dollars for this for Yeah, my cards. We played our first tag duel and we won. Like and he Yeah, we he did has a starter <laughs> deck and uh he has basically has a starter deck and I had my slightly upgraded starter deck. Mm. And we decimated pretty
3: much. It was We did decimate during that time. Yeah. I mean because I, fortunately enough, we were facing off against a particular type of deck type where it's Macrocosmos, meaning it's it stalls with, like, a, cards like Level 1 and Area B, which enables, like, your monsters to attack you, but also, because of the trap card, Macrocosmos, the person could just Every card get, put their monsters out of play. The
4: place, out of the graveyard.
3: Yeah. Yeah, basically, its entire deck, like, just go out of play and stuff like that, you know? And, uh... Well basically it's like just like what Knuckles said I think I did kind of exaggerate when I said like 100 or something like that but if you I'm looking at a website right now where you can actually look inside the DLC card packs it's uh yugioh-week like wikia.com and stuff if you're very interested inside the game if you want to invest inside the DLC content there's plenty of good ones like uh, say I got a couple of them like card pack 1 which has a lot of those elemental hero Type of monsters, which I was trying that type of deck type against Knuckles last night, and found a lot of success from uh, getting a couple of uh, those card decks. Because basically, what I bought in order to make that deck that deck uh, competitive was really card pack one, and I think structure deck one. Uh, yeah, the process range or from or like
4: deck? the from card packs, which is yeah, the preliminary people's uh, half their deck, and that's a dollar nine the structure decks are two nine nine, and then if you want a super pack, you can get a uh, that for three nine nine, which has the better cards in it. So, yeah. that's why it's slightly more expensive. But like the
1: super the super packs or the structure deck is the better ones.
4: The super pack has the better cards okay. in it. The structure decks yeah. have uh, the structured decks and the starter decks are the same price, but the structure decks have more cards in them. But the super packs has if you're about 8 cards, eight, 15 card, 8 to 15 cards in them, but all those cards are like the cards you want to use to fill your deck with uh, powerhouses, like Dark Magician mm-hmm. and Dark Magician Girl.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, say, I'm just looking at the list here for Super Pack 1. I mean, there are a lot of interesting cards inside this one pack alone, which costs maybe like about 4 bucks or so. You get Dark Magician, you get Dark Magician Girl, you a get Horn of, monsters, uh, you gotta of sacrifice Heaven, Torrential Tribute. Oh. yeah, I know. Then also you got Dark Paladin too, which is I think it's one of those cards where you can't actually find inside the game. No, you can so.
4: No, every card that's in the packs, you can get in the game. Yeah. Really?
3: It just takes you a hell of a long time just to try to get all of them. Yeah, well, there. you're trying to <laughs> find one card out of uh, 4000 yeah. pretty much. 3000, 3 or 4000, yeah. That's yeah, going to be hard. That's actually a Yeah, that now is going to be hard.
1: Five at a time. Yeah. I think we spent we spent a good twenty five minutes.
4: discussing... Fuck this! No, fuck this! Uh, let's make this the Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. No,
1: no, <laughs> I'm, uh-uh. I'm already angry about this game. The more, more we talk about it, the more upset I get.
4: Oh, well, this game is uh, well. Anyway, despite his uh fucking anger about the game, he's playing it right no,
1: now. No, I'm not. I'm a, I am not playing it right now. I'm not yelling. He was playing
4: it at yeah, the beginning of the podcast, it, though. Freaking... <laughs> oh,
1: he went offline now. No, no I'm not. I, I turned my Xbox.
4: Last on. online three minutes ago, playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Five D. I turned my Xbox.
1: I was looking, <laughs> I was looking at the, the download packs. I was trying to add them up real quick, but you figured it
4: out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just um, just uh, there are some drawbacks to the game. There's a lot of
1: drawbacks like, to
4: the game. <laughs> oh yeah, mainly the the plus upgrade... It was the drawback to it, but if we're just starting out, yeah, it's kind of hard, and it's like, I would just go ahead and pay the two bucks and get the better cards, and then play the game,
3: but that's me. Well, here's, okay, for anybody that's interested inside playing this game, if you are not a hardcore fan of Yu-Gi-Oh!, I would not recommend you trying this game. I would recommend you, if you even have the slightest interest inside the card game, go track down, like, uh... The old yeah. DS game, Yu Gi Oh! Nightmare Troubadour. That is actually a better representation because, yeah, it's kind of hard to find right now, but what it does implement you is every time you win a duel, you get, like, specific type of card packs, right? Where you would get at least one really good card that you could implement inside your deck every time that you won a decent, like, duel. The same
4: way with, uh, what
3: was that game
4: called on the Game Boy Advance? Secret cards? Uh, secret cards? Not secret cards. It was the one no. before that. Eternal Duel of Soul.
3: Internal Duelist Soul, yeah, that one too. But uh, I would really recommend this game if, say, you have, yeah, if you are very much of a hardcore Yu-Gi-Oh! player and stuff like that. There is a bunch of really interesting things you could do. I mean, I'm just fascinated that I can create a bunch of different deck types and then just run with them. I mean, my first deck I was running like a mixture of like black wing monsters with like all sorts of various random stuff, and I was able to comp like, competently go through the whole game, like, beat the main guys, like Jack Atlas and, like, Yugi F- Yusei Fudo and blah blah blah. But then after I invested a little bit more, like, inside the E-Hero side of them, I was still making pretty comparable decks. I mean, yes, they're not updated to the forbidden list standards and stuff, but I've had some decent amount of fun not only playing against the computer, but also playing with, like, Knuckles and stuff, like in tag duels or one-on-one duels, which introduced us to a little bit of a A little bit of a story that Knuckles and I have, and stuff about last night. Oh, man. (laughs) This particular match that we had last night. It was just funny. I was just testing out my Elemental Hero deck that I had constructed. He was using the six Samurai stuff, and uh, the thing is, he kept doing stuff where he actually was able to get, like, five or six of his, like, Samurai monsters on his side of the field, and he was trying to set up for this one card, which was very much funny. He went through his entire deck, mind you, and he forgot to put the single card inside of his freaking deck. <laughs> so, here we are. I'm just waiting and stuff. It's like, okay, he he he's had me beat like more than one time here, and here I am, I'm just gathering up some sort of resources and stuff. And so, finally, here comes the last turn here. He destroys all my fucking manag- cards on the field. I Yeah, I destroy all of his cards on the field. He manages to... Uh, on his last card. The last card he manages to draw the light monarch. And what that what that does, when he actually got it onto the field, it allows me either I was I was just screwed either way here because I didn't have any monsters to my side of the field. What it allows you to do is either you can draw a couple cards, or you can have him like attack you directly. And I had like about two hundred life points left at this time. And it's like yeah, I'd rather deck out. So the most ironic part about it is once I draw the two cards, it was the exact two cards I needed to beat at the next turn.
4: <laughs> and the fact that since it was my turn, he didn't get to conduct his draw phase, which cost him the duel.
3: Yeah, that's another part of the drawing like stipulations and stuff. If you're playing the game of Yu-Gi-Oh! and you run out of cards to draw on the next turn, you automatically lose.
4: <laughs> playing against each other is fun, but the game has a good multiplayer mode where you can go in and, like, Find if you want to test your deck, not against this, it, uh, not against the computer opponents, but you can go in and play multiplayer, which is pretty one of the only Oh games that actually lets you do that. Yeah. Um, uh, unless you go online and uh, find some half, uh, not official Yu-Gi-Oh online game.
3: Yeah, there's actually a couple of them like. Uh There's actually, like, at least two of them that I know of that you have to install, like, programs on your computers in order to, like, on your computer in order to, like, try them out and stuff, but I do kind of like this, the 5D Decade Duels Plus and stuff, but what I've noticed with the, the PSN version, because I have actually played both versions of this game, the, oh, man, the structure of the PSN version, there's just a lot of technical hiccups with this one. For one, like, there are certain load... There are, like, certain, like, slowdown elements that happen. Not even, right? on multi, not even been... for
4: the online multiplayer. It's like, it happens but in the, the... Yeah. It happens in the actual, like, not storyline, but the tournament bracket mode. And it was like... Yeah, even
3: the tournament bracket mode is single player.
4: Yeah, which is weird. I was like, why the hell is this, uh... Why is it lagging in a single player mode? And I was like... It makes no sense.
3: Yeah, and I've also come across elements where I've tried to play the game and uh, even like about a few minutes in, the game freezes on me. Right? That's happened at least about three or four times the past week when I've tried to play it. And uh, every time that it does that, I can't go back to the X and, B and exit out of the game. No, I gotta manually get up and turn off my PS3 in order to get this thing. So it's kind of like a hard lock on my PS3. Yeah. So...
4: Uh, and this Other is where that, all if, the Xbox fanboys say, haha, uh, PlayStation Network sucks.
3: Well, the thing about it is, this game itself is, <laughs> it's not that great, I don't think, but yet, at least the Xbox version uh, considerably runs better in terms of, like, uh, technical stuff. But if I had to really give a grade on this, I would probably give it, like, at least... A C minus at most. Yeah, I would go seven point
4: five, if I
3: seven point five rated games. Well, for me, it would be more like a C minus only because I have played better Yu Gi Oh games, and also for the fact that uh, this only even I'm a even though I am a kind of a hardcore Yu Gi Oh type of fan and stuff, this game just does not satisfy that type of itch that I've had playing other types of games of this type, the other type of card games. Well, is there anything else you guys want to talk about this, or can we move on to something else?
1: I'm giving this game a negative one. <laughs> There's my end part. For
4: this. Are you drunk? No, you I, am, drunk?
1: I have not drank anything today, except for water. But, no, this game's just it's a piece of crap game. It's cheap. I don't want to have to freaking pay more money for a game just so I can compete. I refuse to buy extra packs. All right, let's move on because I'm tired. Of and I
3: about. can understand you, man. I I totally nice. agree with you.
1: I, th- I um, hate that games do that. There's even, like, you see a lot of Android games that do that, or, like, you know, games on your yeah, phone where... Yeah, it's like
4: that pay-to-win model kind of sucks, but yeah. in this case, uh, like, I can see see it happen because I pay for better cards in real life.
3: Yeah, really, I mean, it's not much different than actual, like, card packs and stuff you pay at the brick-and-mortar stores. I mean, the one of the brick-and-mortar stores are even a little bit more expensive, though.
1: But... Yeah, but you have to pay for the cards in the first place in real life. For, yeah. For the cards, and this you're paying for the game that has all the cards yeah. in it already. Why should I have to go out and buy more packs for this game?
3: Good point. You're not, you're not very just, good I, point. That's,
1: that's my point. Is you already pay? You have to pay for the cards anyways. For in real in brick and mortar life, I mean. So I don't. That's I don't have a problem with that. I think that's two completely different scenarios.
4: Um, but I don't know. It's just it's the update they did that it wasn't the. Uh... It wasn't like that when the game first. The launched. game was cheap when nah. it first
1: came out. It just makes it harder to get better cards now. So now you have Yeah, Very true. They, they really it was it was already cheap before the update. Now with the update, yeah, like it's just now you got now if you they really just made it so you have to pay to win. But let's let's move on because I'm, I'm tired of talking. All right, there is something that I did
3: want something else that I did want to talk about. I mean, last night you know while well, after Knuckles and I finished playing and stuff. We, I actually checked on Steam and stuff like that, and, uh, it was kind of surprising that this game totally launched, like, unknowingly without anybody, you know, without anybody even, like, uh, knowing it. But Final Fantasy VII is now actually, is now actually on Steam. It got, I think it was released, like, around midnight or something, like, uh, earlier on this morning. And, uh, right now, like, for new release wise, it's a top seller, and they're charging about... Square Enix is charging about eleven ninety nine for this PC port of Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. And from what the looks of it, you know, this, this almost just reminds me of just the updated visual type of uh, version of uh, the PC port of Final Fantasy VII when that first came out. Because there were two versions of it. There was the PlayStation version, which I'm sure a lot of... Uh, Gamers who are listening to this podcast, that's probably one of their first RPGs, which probably they played. And another one was a PC port, which I believe it was either IDOS that that helped uh, port that to the PC, or it was something else. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm on the Steam page right now, and a lot of the screenshots and even the trailer for the this Steam version of it, it looks pretty cool. It looks a lot crisp, crisper, and stuff like that. And uh, oh, so it they've actu-
1: actually, they've actually done some updates to the game then before they put it on Steam. I think yeah, they've, they've done some. some what I've was yeah. people were posting. On, I saw people post on Twitter about it. It's like, don't pay for this game. Don't don't keep giving the money for something that they're not gonna do an HD remake for. I think people want an HD remake for it. They don't want to just keep getting the port of the game. I, I just so I assume they just ported it over to Steam. I, don't, I didn't i know i didn't it looks a lot better than it does
4: did i agree a few years ago
1: okay well, that's good then i don't know, i still can't i guess i, I guess i can't because that was one of my complaints about it when i was kind of i didn't look at the screenshots but when i was reading people were saying that they didn't do any updates to it i thought twelve dollars for it was kind of overpriced for a 16 year old game I agree it,
4: twelve dollars price but if across. it does, if
1: they've actually updated a little bit i mean you look at Look at some of the games like on the PlayStation or Xbox on 360 or PS3. They do HD remakes for. It. They charge forty dollars for like Med- Metal Gear Solid two and three. They it was forty bucks when it came out. I, I can't. If, if they've actually done some remake. the upgraded the graphics a little bit and changed some things to it, and made it a little better. I, I think twelve dollars is a fair price.
4: Uh, well, speaking of going on to Steam, uh, Left 4 Dead two is free this weekend.
1: Oh! Stop the show. Stop the show. I'm going to Steam. <laughs> it's, it's $10 on Xbox Live right
4: now. Too. It's $5 to buy it, but you can play it for free this weekend until oh. Sunday.
1: Oh, never mind. Never mind. Continue the show. Show's back on. Show on.
4: I don't know. It's just uh, I didn't play Final Fantasy VII. I wasn't a part of the Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy uh Band club or whatever. Yeah. It's just like it looks better, but I'm I might get it when it goes on sale. I might I'm, be in the same I'm boat right really there. Interested in it? I mean, the thing of I was trying to last night though. We did find like the stat stats for the game. Yeah, when it just launched, and I can't find it now. I have it right like, now. Some of the stats were ridiculous.
3: Yeah, I have actually. Uh, the thing about the Steam version here of Final Fantasy Seven one of the newer things about it, they've added the achievements stuff to it. So just looking over the statistics, like percentage of all players that have uh, actually completed some of these achievements, it was crazy because it was like about two or three o'clock in the morning, I think, with uh, when Knuckles. Not my time, anyway. And I was checking over how many people have actually reached level ninety-nine with any character, and it read it read like about zero point three percent. Already. Wow. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Well, it was. It must have been some sort of a mod type of yeah. thing, because there, there is no possible way in the span of at least about a few hours when somebody reached level 99 with a single damn character, unless, mm. unless there's
4: point four 0.4% have re, uh, received non, 99,999,999 guild. gil. Hmm. <clears throat> Point four percent. That's that's people a lot. have done that already. Even after twenty four, yeah. it's been
1: out for not even twenty four hours now. There's no way. That's a couple hundred. That's got to be. I mean, I never played Final Fantasy Seven, but that's most games. I mean, you get to the top level, you got to get play a couple hundred hours or at least a hundred hours to yeah. get anywhere close to it.
3: Well, the thing about it, uh, the thing about it is, you know what's funny? There's actually been. 0.01 percent of people who have bought the game have actually beaten Final Fantasy VII. I mean, somebody's actually beaten Final Fantasy VII in the span of uh, from midnight all the way up to here,
1: all the way up to now. <laughs> so, yeah, so probably like what? So
4: it's he's probably Korean. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I shouldn't
1: laugh probably at that, or but probably died at the end into so We're playing for days straight.
4: Starcraft. I wonder if he uh, was sad that Ares died.
3: No.
1: What? Who knows? <laughs> I've never, never even played
4: the game. You just said the game's been out for I know, far, it was what, a joke. 15, I, 16 years. I know, it's a joke. I've known that. <laughs> in I, know, 2000. I know, I Two
1: thousand. I've known it for quite I, a while now. I quit. I I quit playing Final Fantasy games once it, like they left the Super Nintendo. I mean, i never I never actually played them on Super Nintendo, but they all they released them all on Game Boy Advance. Yeah, and those games. Oh my God, I love. I, I had game. I beat Final Fantasy I agree. One, Two, the Japanese version uh, of uh, Three on DS, which is a freaking ridiculously hard game. Yes, it is. Oh.
4: What I didn't understand was like I didn't want to play it just because like they released. Uh, they kept re-releasing one through four, one through four. Then you came out with five. And then it came out five and, and then six five came out on other console. Yeah, it was like. Is that like you're releasing the same game over and over again? Come on! Well, that's oh, the thing. I'm, I'm
1: okay with the re-releasing of the game, though, because it, it's at least it's it, what those games come out in the early '90s, early to mid '90s. We're talking about a whole early to mid generation 90s, yeah. of people now. Yeah, people, two, maybe just, two uh, generations of people. That's I never would have played those Final Fantasy games if it didn't come on Game Boy Advance.
4: I, yeah, I just didn't need a Final Fantasy on uh, Game Boy Advance, PSP, PS Vita, DS. I don't need a P- I don't oh, need a Final Fantasy they reboot on every console. It came
1: out for it. it came out for PSP and Game Boy Advance. The, the DS only got Final Fantasy 3, the Japanese Final Fantasy 3 that was never released over in America before then and Final yeah, Fantasy 4.
3: Yeah, and that was like the basically the port of the DS game that uh came out a while ago, right? I I believe that was the case. But the thing is, the reason why they keep on doing the ports on almost every system is because people are consistently buying them. That's the major mm-hmm. profit thing for the Square Enix right now. Because look at look at the Game Boy Advance versions of uh, Final Fantasy IV, V, and six. Those games are responsible, you know, just by... Uh, those games made a lot of cash and stuff, because... Not a lot of people including myself, I'd never even played Final Fantasy 4 or even 6 on the Super Nintendo when it first released cuz it was like the early to mid 90s, what 1992 Final Fantasy II, 1994 Final Fantasy 3 yeah. which is 6 obviously. I played through yeah. all those games and those were amazing. Those were great mm-hmm. games, great experiences. And I've even tried i have even played through a couple versions of Final Fantasy 4. i played through the DS one which is really hard. I'll tell you yeah, what. So this is this is the original. It's the
1: Japanese version, yeah.
3: Yes, it is, and that's the same thing with the PSP version as well. You know, only the sprites are made up a little bit more color, more colorful, and stuff like that. But, yeah.
1: but yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of like with yeah, like Final Fantasy three and four. the count for the DS. Those are the Japanese versions. They dumbed them down. Or Final Fantasy three for the Japanese for Japan never even made it here. Final Fantasy three in America that was Final Fantasy four in Japan if, I'm, if I remember correctly it's in like the Final Fantasy 4 that we played on the DS was released here as five but they yeah. I know they really dumped it down it's kind of like Super Mario Brothers 2 that came out in Japan they don't they didn't release it over here until like seven years later in like the all-star game on Super Nintendo because it was too hard right so we got that huh? crappy American <laughs> Super Nintendo Super Mario Brothers 2. That was, uh, it was awful. We had like, to choose between, like, four characters. Oh, Super Mario Bros. 2, I've... It, it's... <laughs> Super Mario Bros. 2,
3: a.k.a. Doki Doki Panic, and stuff. That was a pretty decent... That was a pretty interesting type of game. I mean, yeah, it was harder than the original Mario Brothers and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but, uh... As, like, a solid platforming experience, it's... It actually implemented a lot of the characters from uh, a lot of the enemies that would later go on to be featured in other Mario games, like the Shy Guy and, like, uh, oh, gosh, other monsters. I I forget, but uh, I know Shy Guy was, like, one of the first enemies that you encounter inside Mario Brothers 2. And uh, here you are, you see Shy Guy being implemented in, like, all sorts of various Mario games across the things. But anyway, we're getting a little bit off the topic here. It's just, I was just about to what I'm actually just uh, saying here in terms of like uh, Final Fantasy stuff I just find it ironic that people have been clamoring for like like a remake or of like Final Fantasy 7 ever since that e3 tech demo on the ps3 that's shown that Sony did years ago and uh, wasn't it
4: just a promo for the movie
3: no it wasn't a promo for the movie it was actually like a demo it was actually like a demo thing of like the intro of Final Fantasy 7 being demoed, like demonstrated on the PS3. And a lot of gamers lost their shit back when it was first shit on. It like, oh, hey, Square Enix is going to eventually remake Final Fantasy VII in HD graphics. And now the Final Fantasy VII is released on Steam, and all of a sudden I'm just reading these comments from the supposed fans of the game. That, no, don't buy this version. It's a crappy PC port. Blah, 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 and so on and so forth. It's just, for Christ's sakes, you love the game that much? buy it on goddamn Steam!
1: <laughs> or the, well, I mean, unless you already own it. See, I know it's on, it's on yes. PS3, you can buy it on there. So, You can buy it cheaper on the PSN. $10 yeah. you
3: can pay in order to play this game if you really want to. You, can you don't have to play on your, as from, screen, your big screen. You, can, you know. I mean, as for myself, I own Final Fantasy 7 for the PlayStation 1, and I also got the PSN version, obviously, the PS1 Classic, and if I really wanted to, I could buy the Steam one when it goes on sale. I mean, hell, these achievements sound pretty fun to try to do. I mean, which one's like <laughs> getting all the freaking gill? That's actually pretty cool. That'd be taking a while. Hopefully it'll be Let's on see. there when
1: the yeah. summer Steam sale comes out. Hopefully oh, I really
3: there. hope so. I mean, I i doubt it will, but yet it's its pretty hopeful. I mean, they've had new games go on sale. I'd say it'll before. be on
4: sale by next year.
1: Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably, Final Fantasy probably will. Yeah. There's that Final Fantasy Lightning or whatever it is that comes out in, like, March. Lightning Returns. Lightning Returns. Yeah. 13 I, Lightning I, I bet Returns. around that time they'll probably put it on sale as part of, like, you know, we'll advertise thing for it. That's probably the time. In March of next year, we'll come back to this and then we'll talk about it because I'll probably buy it then.
3: Probably. <laughs> this introduces us to our next topic and stuff. It's, like for DLC, how long does a developer have to wait in order to in comp to actually release a thing of DLC, you know, downloadable content. In my honest opinion, I love just playing a game just having all the content on there. I mean, sure, if it's like extra proprietary, pr- pr- you know, proprietary like content and stuff, like say extra levels that weren't necessarily a part of the game to begin with, but uh, I can buy this and stuff and get these particular missions and stuff, like, say, a couple months down the road, yeah, I'm a, I'm fine, I'm okay with that. But I'm not a fan of day one DLC. I'm also not a fan, like, a fan about a lot of the character skins, plus a lot of the freaking uh, like, uh, the weapon weapons,
4: the weapon Black things. Ops.
1: Weapon. One of the reasons, i sorry to cut you off, but one, I mean, I wasn't, no problem. this wasn't an overall, I didn't really, we can talk about this too, my main thing was more of uh, I was talking to Knuckles about this a few days ago, and I, they just announced uh, last week that the Bioshock Infinite, the first uh, three DLCs coming out, is coming out in late July. And I'm just, and that game, the yeah. game came out on March 8th, I believe. So we're talking what almost five months yeah. later that the DLCs coming up for it. And I'm just kind of curious, what yeah. do you guys think? I know. I'm not. I'm talking about like actual like extra levels, like kind of like what Skyrim does when they bring out a whole new update, a whole new part of the game. Yeah. Mass Effect. Not so much just skins and extra characters, but how long should do you think a game should go in between having DLC? For me, I think I think there's kind of I have different levels of it. I think for like a multiplayer game, for like Black Ops or Call of Duty, whatever. I think. I, I think after probably three, every three months, like, after three months, so it comes out in November, I'd say by late January, they should probably have the, the new map pack out. And then probably do one every six weeks after that. I think that's kind of what they do now. And then right. and you have three or four out by the time it's over. And then, I think, I just think that with, Bioshock Infinite is a single player game. And we're talking yeah. about, it's five months later, and we're just now getting the DLC. And people probably already, a lot of people probably already paid for it. And I, I've already sold my copy of Bioshock Infinite. I'm just kind of curious. I'm how long? I, I don't know how, much, how often you guys sell your games, but what would if you knew DLC was coming out rather soon? Would would this say it came out? Say you bought the game on March 8th, and they announced new DLC comes out for it in late April. Would that make you, would that change your decision on selling the game? Would you still sell it? That's kind of where my my conversations I was want to have with it.
4: Well, for me, um, no, it doesn't really. DLC doesn't change my opinion because if I don't enjoy the game, like on my first playthrough, I'm not going to buy the DLC. Yeah, like for, Honestly. like for me, Gears, Gears of Judgment, like I played through the game, I beat after the aftermath the uh, section that they had. We beat that and, together. Uh, we beat that together yeah, uh, we, we beat did the entire thanks. game together. Right? That's awesome. One night. Yeah, but. I played it. I enjoyed the story to it. I enjoyed the story to it, but uh, uh, after that, I, bought, I even bought the season pass for it because I, like, cause I oh, wow. locked Gears Three. I locked I locked Gears Three, and plus it was only like twenty bucks. Yeah, and uh, uh, locked Gears Three, so I figured I'm gonna lock uh, Gears Judgment because it bears my favorite character. I'm gonna enjoy this shit, and we'll play DLC. gonna play multiplayer. That wasn't the, the case.
3: cold train. Be, be, woo woo.
4: <laughs> that wasn't even in the game. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Uh, I played Gears. Didn't enjoy it. Played a little bit of multiplayer. Hated it. Wow. I had infinite double XP. Didn't even really well, get that's the fuck.
1: problem, though, with the... Uh, I think... Because the problem with Judgment... It's a whole different subject. But going to Judgment is they took out the Horde mode, and nobody really, no one really likes to play them. Some people do, but the multiplayer is not what people play Gears for. And all the DLC packs are coming out for it is for multiplayer. I mean, if they were wow. to come out with add-ons for the single-player campaign, or, I mean, I guess it's not single-player, but the campaign mode, or if they had a Horde mode and they brought out new maps,
4: then... Gears 3 and Gears 2 had that DLC for single-player.
1: Yeah, and I actually own all of them. I own both of them. And those were those are fun. Yeah. I got them on sale though. I which
4: sale. they should have released after Aftermath for Gears Three, which I kind of hated. It was like uh, uh, no,
1: because I don't, I wouldn't. I don't want to pay extra. It came for it came free. I'm not paying freaking extra for that.
4: No, I'm saying it should have came with uh, Gears Three. I'm not saying it should have been free. I'm not saying it should have been Money. paid DLC. Yeah. Like, say if you bought the season pass for uh, Gears uh, Three, like I did. Yeah. And enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, fucking, that game, Aftermath should have been part of that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, kind of like how they did with Gears 2, the mission, the mission where you had to sneak through. Yeah, it was a
1: sneaking mission, I remember that.
4: After the whole Maria scene. I, never, I don't think and, I ever
1: played uh, that one actually. I don't but, know. I do that a lot. I buy, I buy DLC sad, packs. That's sad. I got like 100 Xbox Live Arcade games. I've purchased I guarantee you, probably thirty or forty of them. I probably put less than two hours into. I keep buying the the ones that go on sale. Oh, I know, right?
3: That's that's like the same thing with me and Steam games to a certain extent because they go on sale. It's like, oh, hey, five bucks here seven bucks there it's like yeah. okay I get a like a, like a like a like a hodgepodge of like freaking games stacked up but then I put like maybe a couple hours of it I don't even touch them like for months yeah. on end
4: alright no? you do that alright you say that Dragon Age Origins right now is five bucks on the dashboard already on
1: it and the oh. DLC for it.
3: <laughs> that's funny
4: <laughs> but uh as I was saying uh they shouldn't like I'm not gonna I wasted twenty bucks on the DLC that I didn't get when I bought uh when I bought Gears Judgment yeah I return like and I don't return games that I enjoy and that game just got sold like immediately oh. Oh. and uh, same way with like for an achievement standpoint I hate DLC to begin with because DLC brings in new achievements and which takes away a completed game it's like they update the achievement list you lose that completed game right and which drives me crazy I mean, and I, do, I know it drives a lot of achievement hunters crazy.
3: Yeah, it does too, because you have the added like achievements. You have to, you LC have to pay. You have
4: to pay for those extra achievements.
1: That does suck. I didn't know. I did really know that was a thing. I just, I don't. I'm not a big. I, I, I'm not a big achievement hunter. Like, if I play through a game, I'll look at the achievement list and I'll like look at ones that are like I can easily obtain, or I don't have to do. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend 20 hours playing a game to get to, like one 20 or 30 point achievement, but like. If I'm going through a campaign I'm like, okay, just get find ten of these extra things throughout the game, I can do that, you know, things like that, but
4: uh, I'm not either, but I'm the uh, I used to be like if it's a game I enjoyed, I'm gonna go through that game and get all the achievements for it. I all am the achievements the same way. for it. multiple playthrough multiple playthroughs. But and but say you say for Dragon Age Origins. That game had what, eight DLCs?
1: For- uh five. Five.
4: Let's see. There was uh, Return to Ostagar. Uh,
1: there was like there was like eight uh, overall. But I think some of them were like just like little packs for like with uh, that came like was like extra like weapons or something like that or health.
4: There's no. There were seven uh, DLCs for that game.
1: I I bought them all.
4: Yeah, there's uh that fucking Horde one where you played as the Spawn oh, yeah. and then you played as the, Leon, that, uh, the That's the only
1: one I did not buy actually. There's Spawn Chronicles, uh, Dragon, the Warden's Keep.
4: Uh, re- the Warden's Keep one was actually really good for three bucks. Witch Hunt
1: was good. That was like only a dollar. That was like an extra hour. Witch
4: Hunt was really good. It was only an
1: hour long though. Was, uh, but, uh, they, they, need to, they need to freaking make Dragon Age 3 when that comes out they need to freaking expand upon what happens at the end of Dragon Age because they don't want to do that. So, uh, let me, I'm counting. One. Wow, well, Stone Prisoner is free now. Free DLC on there. One, two, three,
0: four. Uh, uh. That's five, the best
4: one where you get shells. Six. The uh, fucking gold
1: Seven. Eight. Looks like yeah, there's, there's yeah, a wait
4: awake, there's awakening, uh, Yeah, the awakening which is which one?
1: when it's forty bucks.
4: Which is another game completely.
1: Yeah, I bought that oh, day yeah. it came out. It was forty bucks and it was like a whole extra 20, 30 hours of gameplay. See, that's the kind of DLC I want. I don't want you know, I don't oh, yeah. want just like an extra level. You or want another I want a game. whole well, it doesn't have to be like 20, 30 hours, but I want at least another three... Uh, you want
4: good DLC. Least,
1: I mean, if I'm paying 10 bucks for, like, the ones, some of the like, Mass Effect ones are kind of hit and miss, but, but I think the price point on some of them is pretty fair, but, like, if I'm paying... Go on.
3: Yeah, we go, like, for, like... Anyway, <laughs> sorry about that. But, uh, in the case, like, for, like, certain things like DLC and stuff like that, it all depends on, really, the DLC content itself, like you were just saying. Like, say, if, uh, you pay, like, about $10 for a DLC pack that maybe lasts, yeah, for me, about... Fifteen, maybe twenty hours or so. Yeah, that's a good investment right there. I mean, I know for a fact that uh, there's this one DLC pack and stuff that I recently bought and stuff like a few weeks ago. It was it was DLC for like New Super Mario Bros. U or something for the Wii U and stuff that the Luigi Super one? Luigi. Yeah, the Luigi one, which it was it was it was okay and stuff like that. Twenty bucks for about eighty something more new levels where it's like basically an entirely different hard mode and stuff like that now you see that dlc con like content to me is much more appealing
0: than Mm -hmm. just
3: saying like random just random like uh, multiplayer maps or even like particular like weapons or character scans and stuff because it provides more content of that same old like uh gameplay stuff that you want more of and stuff
1: yeah which i'm kind of going back to what uh knuckles was saying though about you know, for games he really, really enjoys, he's going to play it multiple times. Most people are going to go out and buy the DLC packs for that. You know, for yeah. like... So, for like, pretty much Dragon Age, Mass Effect, Borderlands. Yeah. Games like you're going to do Fallout. Games like that you're going to do multiple playthroughs of. Exactly. I guarantee you a large percent of those people are probably buying all of the, the DLC packs come for it, so...
3: Yes, they are. I mean, mm-hmm. the first... You know, the last time that I actually, like, bought a DLC, like, day one in some of a game that I was going to play through multiple times was Mass Effect 3 with that uh, that Prometheus, I think it was, DLC or something? No, it was From Ashes DLC. The, I think
4: From Ashes was, uh, yeah. yeah, it was the one where you a, got the Prometheus. It was a day one one. Yeah, the, yeah, one, the I got for, I,
1: yeah, the Profean. I got that one for free because I was an idiot and I bought the $100 uh, collector edition. From Mass Factory. Oh shit. Oh wow,
4: man. You actually bought that?
1: Yeah. Well I actually no the one re- the only reason I really bought it was because I had a bunch of uh credit so with Amazon, so it was like I was so it only ended up cost, I, was, I I pretty much <laughs> I think I ended up paying for like only paying like forty bucks for it with my credit and everything. So that's the only oh, reason that's i that's not so bad. For, yeah. Oh, wow. Mega Mega dropped the price, it's only if uh uh, what, 5, five no, 50 no, $7 right now? <laughs> I haven't
4: played Omega, but I heard that was the shittiest
1: DLC for oh, yeah, but it used to be $15. Which one was? Now it's only $7.50. Which, which, was one was th- th- yeah, which one DLC was it? Back- th- Omega, when you go back to Omega and you gotta, like, save, them, like, it's being taken over or whatever, and you gotta save it. Oh, I not played oh, that,
3: miss- but... Oh, the mission like with Arya and stuff like that. You had to take back Omega and stuff like that. I have, I, I'm not too sure if I actually have played through that DLC. But I know uh, I heard it
1: wasn't very good. That's the that's the problem with like the Mass Effect uh, DLC. Even going back to the first one is like the the first one. you only got two DLC. The d- first you only got two DLC packs. You got yeah. from the sky, which was like an extra two hours of gameplay, but it was freak. It was boring. You spent most of yeah. it just driving around on the on the. Like trying driving around on the little planet, and then yeah. then they released the other one, which was just like a horde mode, which I heard wasn't very good. I mean, you don't you don't play Mass Effect for the combat, so who wants to just do a, a DLC pet that's all just the whole combat thing? And then uh with
4: Matt. Oh, do you play the Mass Effect Three multiplayer? Oh, I love that. Ma-
1: oh, well, you know Ma- the yeah. Mass Effect. The difference between Mass Effect One and Three, as far as gameplay goes, though, is huge difference though. I think, I mean, it's more Gears of War, which I love. I'm i a huge fan of Gears of War, so yeah. I, I, I like that sound. Plus, you have like, you know, all the the special powers and stuff like that you can do. But I just, uh, you know, I don't want to freaking play for. I'm sure I was. I'm, I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm trying to read the the DLC list for for Mass Effect 2, but like Shadow Broker, that one was that was. $15, that was like a whole... Oh, that one was awesome. Was good. That was like an extra, what, four hours of gameplay right there. That was the most expensive one, I remember. And then there was Arrival, which was yeah. the last one that bridged 2 and 3. Arrival
4: was
3: pretty bad.
4: It was okay. Rival
1: it was, was okay. It was, it was a little short, but I mean, it was it, it was there to bridge between 2 and 3. Uh, Kasami, the stolen memory one, was okay. Kasami
3: was, was okay at best, I thought.
1: Overlord
4: was... I'll say the way out the start of it, I played Dragon Age 2. And uh, there was a mission similar that had Felicia Day in it. Yeah,
1: oh, I didn't buy. That. I don't buy any of the DLC from that, Dragon Age Two.
4: Well, well, there was a one. <laughs> that was basically it was just a reskin of that mission. Oh, oh wow. wow! Yeah, it was. It was pretty bad.
1: I'd be really upsetting about that one. I hate. Yeah, I. I just. I. I fought all the way through Dragon Age Two just like just so I could so beat it, and that that oh, that game. Is if I had to make a list, of the most disappointing games of this generation, without question, that's number one for me. I love Dr- Dragon Age is probably one of, would probably go on my top five all time favorite games game like, my entire life I played, and then the, the follow up that one with two. Uh, uh,
4: two was hopefully three takes the style of takes the style of a uh, two. Yeah. With the story, yeah, two
1: had the better gameplay in it, but just the it was, it was just rehashed dungeons, rehashed enemies. There was yeah very little story to it. I didn't even know what was going on half the time, like why we were doing the things we were doing half the time.
4: It's like, well, I'm a hunting a mage when I'm a mage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds yeah, pretty it, cool. like, it, it made the, kind no of, sense. the story
1: was kind of broken by like if you depending on what character because you can pick a human. Or you could be, like, a warrior or a mage. Or, uh, what's the third option you could be? Uh, you guys...
3: Uh,
4: Rogue. Yeah,
1: Rogue. But if you're, like, the whole game was, like, it was kind of like, the, the the mages... If
4: you wanted the full experience of the game, you played yeah. mage. and which, which was also the downfall of it, because the mage was a god, pretty much. Yeah,
1: I've never been a big fan of playing mages, either. And, like, the whole point, the whole story was about how mages are being treated poorly and... They're Segregated against everybody and are from everybody, you know. And it's just and and you're playing as a mage and you're trying to like play both sides of the coin. We're we trying to be peace, but peace you're peace?
4: also you're trying to be the good yeah. guy, and uh, but you're also the rich guy sitting on top of the mountain, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, like, the, the, the story like did not work if you if you played as yeah, you played as a mage. I don't know, we're kind of we're kind of rambling here. <laughs> oh, this is this good. Is good. Know. This, is this is a good conversational podcast. Let's go ahead and just keep on. <laughs> all right, all right.
4: Well, I didn't know if you guys wanted to go keep, 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 keep on subject. I don't know. I yeah, it's just it's good. Just keep it free flow. There you go. All right. Well, right anyway,
3: do we have? <laughs> what? I think that's enough Yu Gi Oh for the one podcast, honestly. Yeah. But uh
4: oh, I'm playing it right now. I know he's playing well,
3: it
1: right now. And... Well, anyways,
3: there. Is there anything else about DLC content that we want to touch base on, or can we just move on to like another topic?
4: I do want to say games like Bioshock that just straightforward one storyline yeah. don't need DLC. No, that's the yeah. argument
1: from the beginning with with Bioshock. is why does it need DLC? I, I think I think that's I think that's a good argument. I mean, and let, I'm kind of they haven't even really said what it's going to be about. Is it extended onto on the end of the game? Which I don't see how that's possible. Or is it, I'd
4: prefer if it was a went back to Bioshock 1.
1: I would be okay with that. It's like,
4: just okay. go to Rapture and just stay in Rapture.
1: I'd be okay with that, something like that. I just I just don't see, unless you are going to put something in the middle of the game where you're going to have to completely replay the game and it goes off to the separate section. I don't want something like that. You know, I want it to be its own standalone thing or it's going to be extended right. on to the end of Bioshock Infinite. I think that's I think certain games, I think it's probably we're looking at with DLC. At the beginning, it's not... I didn't, a lot of people didn't like it at the beginning, especially with the horse armor on Oblivion, because that kind of started off... That was the first DLC for <laughs> games of this generation, and it started off oh, poorly no. by paying for horse armor. But I mean... Oh, then, you
4: also, then you got the Halo 3 uh, multiplayer maps, which were great. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's gr- I think that's what's great
4: about it. Oh, that's another thing I want to go talk about real quick. Okay. Uh, why did Activision get, their, get greedy? Like, Halo... Releases four maps, in the map pack. Five bucks. Ten bucks. Oh, they were ten yeah. bucks. They
1: were five bucks still.
4: No, they're ten bucks. Fucking uh, Activision, call it for Call of Duty. They released five shitty maps.
1: No, no, you get three maps. And, and you get three shitty maps. Get, so how it started with Modern Warfare Two, it went up to fifteen bucks. You got three yeah. maps, and you got two. Everyone
4: bitched. Everyone fucking bitched about it, and everyone bought it. That's yeah, tough. exactly. They,
1: they, they only give you three maps, and they gave you two maps from older Call of Duty games. And now, I don't. Know, that's that's the reason why you basically answered your own question. Knuckles is why did they raise the price five bucks? Because they know people are, are they're going to complain about it, but they're still going to buy it. You know, like like <laughs> like everybody says. When you listen to the podcast. You listen to the gamers. You, listen, you just talk to people in the community. Of video games, you vote with your wallet. I mean, it doesn't, exactly. I mean, rarely ever do you. I mean, up until the Xbox One changes DRM policies, you never, you rarely ever saw. I mean, you can. You'd always hear like it's that minority. It's just that silent minority that just keeps talking. They just keep, It's that five percent. They just like they're the loudest. I, but
4: yeah, like the people who wanted that Left for Dead, all the all the fucking uh, what do you call it the. What is it? The people that was uh, just trying to bitch people. Um, they, the petition, the idiots that signed petitions. Oh, like they petitioned the Sounds Modern familiar. Warfare for p the Modern Warfare Two for a PC or something. Oh yeah,
3: wait, 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 wait. I think it's starting. It's, mo- it's familiar. I think it's starting to get familiar here for me. I think the whole protest thing was like around uh, trying to get the dedicated server of Modern Warfare Two on PC and how they were trying to. Uh, trying to like boycott or some modern warfare 2 i think it was by not playing it and
4: uh and then if you it showed you everyone that was on that list 90% of the people on that list were playing modern warfare 2. The <laughs> happened, exactly the same thing
1: happened with uh, left for dead 2 people were protesting oh, see, left for dead 2 yeah i want to i
4: want to slap up. everyone that was on that protest list too yeah. <laughs> like cuz this is my this is my thought about left for dead 2 yeah valve came out and said uh that left for dead 1 was unfinished yeah and that they re- they only released two DLCs for which that is kind game. Yes, yeah. which is BS. Yes, because they promised that they were going to later, support then it, then and they, six
1: months later they announced a sequel.
4: Oh uh, yeah, they released the sequel, which consisted of five levels to begin with. Yeah, a new character, more content, like the game, like more in-game comedy, which was great. Uh, five five levels, but each of those levels had five or had four levels in the game. Yeah, in that level.
1: Yeah, they're separated
4: into four pieces, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like five missions. Like, we came in, and then each of those missions had four levels in the game. Mm-hmm. Which, I didn't understand how people couldn't think about that. It's like, that's 20 levels of co- games. I think, I can
1: understand, <laughs> I
4: mean... Oh, plus, uh, there was DLC. That game got... This game just got to a new DLC that came out, like... Two months ago, yeah, yeah. And that game has been out for what four or five can, years now. Yeah. I can understand
1: why people are upset about this, though, is because they came out and they said, "Hey, we're going to support this game with DLC." And then they came out six months later. They gave you, I think, two DLC packs that added one map, and then like they added like a horde mode kind of thing. And then they six months later they come out. Oh, by the way, Leopard Dead 2* is coming out. I can understand like why people are upset <laughs> about that. Is you get they promised you something. They said we're going to support this game. And then they come out and they like.
4: I don't. I don't remember uh, people saying they're. I don't remember Val saying. I was like, we're going to support this they, game. They came out. They said they uh, were going to
1: support this game by adding because people because people were upset at the beginning because there's only four maps.
4: Which also those four maps had four maps in between. That was sixteen maps. No, but, yeah.
1: but there, it was basically there was plus four. plus the verses. It was one. There was four maps. They were just separated into four different pieces. But you still have to play it all the way through. And it counts as one map. So I, I understand. I can understand what people are upset which, about. I, I
4: think it's there was four levels in between that though. I was like, I don't understand. It's like four. You have one map, which had, consisted of four different levels, mm-hmm. and like for say No Mercy, you start off on the apartment building, work your way down to the apartment building, got don't go through the streets, kill zombies, kill zombies, kill zombies, uh, go through the streets, run through a warehouse, and then go into a safe yeah. room. We we'll start up the next area. You go get yeah, but the if you want firm, to play the whole the level hall, all the way through, through the parking garage,
1: if you want to play the level all the way through. Though I mean, that only count that didn't count as one full level. You didn't get the achievement. You know, if you just play it separately, you got to play the whole thing through in one shot. We're Which, arguing semantics why would right you, now. W-
4: it's like why would you? Uh, it makes no sense. It's still four levels, in between that one level, I,
1: I, but I understand why people. I mean, they come out, and they save this, and then they just six months later they abandon it and they go down to the new one. I, I, I think it's. I can understand why people are upset about it. I don't. I don't think it's. Let's pick it to for, boycott. for Left
4: Dead 2 right now. You can go on Left You can go on the dashboard right now. Buy Left 4 Dead 2 for eight bucks. Yeah, it's ten bucks today. Is it ten today bucks today only? Is 10, ten bucks a
1: yeah, well, yeah, you yeah. get I, that for ten bucks, about,
4: then put another ten bucks to it, and then get all the okay, DLC we're for talking that about game. Okay. Or was like
1: five years later. At the time, like you yeah. spend sixty dollars on a game, and you're promised <laughs> more to come. You get a couple little things, and then they announce six months later. Oh yeah, there's a full sixty dollar title. You want if you want to keep playing this game, you want to keep getting more and more stuff to it. You got to right. You got to pay sixty bucks for it. We're talking, yeah, I mean, I can understand. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, Knuckles. I'm just I'm just uh, from their point of view, I can understand why they're upset. It's just you get told something and then they just they and they you're gonna support this game, you bought a game right. and then six <clears throat> months later there's a in And they did support
4: it. it though. They did support the first game. They, they put though, out, they put out 2 one came map out.
1: and they put out a horde Le- mode. That's what that's all they did. That's
4: all they did. Alright, Left No, listen, they put out a DLC for it, like they put out two DLCs before Left 4 Dead Two came out. One had two levels in it, which were action-packed to, as hell, which I couldn't beat. And uh, the other one was five levels had five levels in it, and that was long, more story-driven. And then Left 4 Dead 2 came out. Then they had that, then they had that little vert that uh, challenge mode in the first yeah. one. And then they, as Left 4 Dead 2 came out, they released another DLC for Left 4 Dead 2 and one. That bridge the gap
1: between Left 4 Dead yeah, 1 and 2. Yeah, they had they had the sacrifice for DLC. They had the sacrifice they the Crash Course that came out for, for Left 4 Dead 1. Yeah, Crash Course was like the bridge between Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, I believe. And then they released a third one that came free. It was free. It was just a, it was basically it was a survival mode, which is the horror mode basically. Oh no, We're 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 not. Which
4: was which was also a pain in the ass. To yeah, play, I don't think most people.
1: La- I think like most people lasted like six seven minutes. So.
4: Six minutes. That was uh, that's unbelievable. Six minutes, really. Yeah. Yeah. Knuckles was are like, gonna last six based, minutes just... of anything
1: in his life. Hey. <laughs> yeah,
4: uh it's better than. It's still better than, I do better that than happens. what you do. Right, they, uh they for the first they the last stand, which was that survival. Crash Course, then they released The Sacrifice.
1: <laughs> Which is, The Sacrifice was also on Leopard Head 2. And then they released Cold Stream and Passing for... So each of them got two DLC packs.
4: And then for...
1: I feel yeah. like this argument's going nowhere. We're just gonna... We're, a, no, nobody's this, gonna win this, uh, this argument. We're, just, we're gonna just stick with what we...
4: Okay, uh, Cold Stream for, uh, for the second one came with Death Toll... Dead Air, Blood Harvest, and Crash Course for Left 4 Dead 2, and uh, No Mercies on Left 4 Dead 2 now, and Coldstream, which has uh which is the Crash Course equivalent to uh, the first one. Mm-hmm. So okay, was like Left 4 Dead 2 has a shit ton of content. Yeah, that's yeah, what
1: it, does. it is. They did they they supported the hell out of Left 4 Dead 2, but they didn't.
4: Which they, did they had also went out and said Left 4 Dead 1 they. Couldn't get it finished. But okay. They couldn't finish How would you Leopard feel if you one? bought,
1: you paid sixty dollars or something, and they came out and said, "Yeah, that's not really what we want to do. This is actually what we want to do. If you want to play the real game, buy that one." How would you feel if you just went out and spent sixty bucks on that, and then a few months later, I did,
4: I did spend six dollars on left for dead. Well, you're year. also then an I spent idiot. Six dollars left for too.
1: Oh boy. We're not getting anywhere, no. so let's just drop this conversation. We're just going to keep. We're just running in circles now.
3: Yeah, I think this has played out its course and stuff. But, uh, well, we can do at least one more topic or something if you guys want before we try to do (laughs) shout-outs.
4: Do we have any shout-outs? Do we? Really? (laughs) We got one. Who? It's
1: in there. It's in where? I don't even think we have a- Show notes.
3: Show notes? (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway- Trying to see what uh, shout out stuff. I need to boot up something here. Show notes. Oh, here
1: we go.
4: You know, I'm. I keep looking at uh stuff for Saints Row Four, and my God, that game is fucking awesome. I
1: can't wait. I can't
3: wait, I can't wait for that. That yeah. looks pretty cool. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I just I I'm got. I got the one.
1: Wub You create your, your own. The, uh, you got your own. 300.
3: S- 300. <laughs>
4: can't
1: wait. You, you got your
4: own. Uh, you can create your own superpowers. You can just run, destroy shit. <laughs> I can't wait to get my awesome, uh, uh,
1: my awesome gun that comes with
4: the, with the web of edition. The depth oh, gu- yeah. gun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be freaking, <laughs> the I'm gonna go gun. outside
0: and start shooting
1: that thing. I think it has like nine different. It's, oh, it's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait. What else does it come with? I not I just saw the gun. I just like. Yeah, I'm getting that. I should probably look and see what else comes with. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna look this up.
4: Yeah, just so you know, play. Have you uh, got any new cards in Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh God, um, Jack! <laughs> oh God, shut up!
1: <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, if you guys want to create uh, your own little separate podcast talking about Yu-Gi-Oh? Be my guest.
4: <laughs> well, anyway, I will. I'll dump this, and me and Jack will talk right. about Yu-Gi-Oh while you. That's why I'll create my own podcast.
1: I'll be, I'll be the uh, the hungover nerd. Hungover dash Nerd. bam!
4: Yeah, don't expect a lot of content to come out of that. Just like Valve supported Left 4 Dead One, he's going to support that podcast. Yeah. So he
1: agrees with me that they didn't support it.
0: <laughs> so I win. I, was being <laughs> I win. Yes.
3: yes. Well, I think this is a good yes. time just to advertise like our uh, little Facebook and our Twitter pages. I'm reading what with you
1: with, 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 uh, with. It's a 12-inch dubstep gun wrap replica. It has yeah. laser sights on it. It's the most dangerous webs the world has ever known. When you pull the trigger, also includes a eight inch Johnny Gat memorial statue, a stat, doomsday. So that's face Johnny Gat. Ooh, and it comes with DLC packs. I get the I get a Uncle Sam uniform and I get the America gun. <laughs> the America uh, gun. August twenty. <laughs>
4: you, you paid forty dollars for. A prop gun, a little statue, and two DLC weapons. Oh and, Jesus! And I got a, a
1: uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and I, get, I also get a, I also get another uh, uh, plane too. So that's pretty awesome. You 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 ain't gonna have that. You're, you're gonna I'm gonna post pictures of me with my awesome webweb web gun. And you're gonna be so. You guys are gonna be so jealous.
4: And then a month later, he's gonna be crying because he doesn't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Same I film. can just.
3: I can just see Tyler just like posting the thing of the drug nerds like uh like Facebook page and stuff like that him with the stupid web web gun and stuff like that and all of a sudden he pays all this money for the thing and then all of a sudden like uh he tries to put it this thing for Halloween or something like that and it's like oh man why the hell did I buy this a few months later
1: no <laughs> no that ain't gonna happen no I'll be broke though for, like the next six months so I'll be like January so what you guys are playing this week I'm playing Saints Row four again. I'm on my 18th playthrough. It's pretty awesome. That's gonna be me in January. I'm basically gonna pay.
4: For it. I'm gonna enjoy my PS4 and. uh No, you won't, cause you don't have a lunch uh, one guaranteed,
1: Destiny. but I do. Yes.
4: Yeah, we will also work at Walmart. So yes. I can, I can hold one in the back. Oh, I'm I'm on your
1: boss. And I'm gonna send this this little that little part to your boss. Like he's he's gonna to <laughs> screw off the customers right there. <laughs> Dude, if
4: you knew my boss, he would laugh.
1: I'll send it to the CEO. <laughs> He'd be like, of "Go right ahead." I'm like, "Look at this. He's trying to screw over your customers."
4: Oh, hey, look at this, my boss I, I can have my boss on Facebook right All now. Right.
1: Really? I don't um, know what you just said. Let's get your boss on. Oh god, the podcast. I'm like, "You you, really, you know, you know Knuckles steals.
4: He's a stoner. Yeah.
1: He he gets high <laughs> in the back and he has gay sex." <laughs> Oh God! I don't know why I had to. I, I feel kind of bad for oh,
4: I mean, so you. Oh boy! Tell
1: about the gay sex part.
4: <laughs> Jeez. Oh good. Yeah, you, you have been drinking, haven't you? I have not
1: been drinking. I am uh, this. I am so I have been in weeks. I have not hungover. Hey,
4: I can taste. Yeah, I can smell oh, you. Oh my
1: God! My no, because every time I burp, <laughs> I still fucking <laughs> taste it. It's bullshit. <laughs> i never you can Jaeger
0: the Jaeger
1: through the yeah. Skype chat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why I, I bought Jaeger. I just had two cans of Monster in my fridge, and I'm like, "What goes with Monster? You know what, oh, Jaeger. Jaeger. Jaeger! There we
4: go." I'll go. Problem. I'll drink some cough syrup.
1: Uh, no, no, I'd rather drink just. like three bottles of Jaeger before I take a shot of freaking cough syrup. I hate <laughs>
3: cough syrup. Just to remind everybody, we are the Drunk Nerds podcast, so we will talk about alcohol on occasion. <laughs>
1: yeah, and yeah, no one's drinking, and we're all sober. I think I'm just which is I'm a yeah, good after, thing after, <laughs> after last week's episode. I'm just tired uh, of being hungover the next two, the next day, the last two weeks.
4: Oh yeah, and I would imagine last, after, after last week's episode, I don't want to drink while did the podcast again. Yeah.
3: Oh my god, I know, just the losing of energy and all of a sudden just like, ugh, uh, I don't feel like it. See, I didn't lose energy, he did. Yeah, t-
4: yeah, Ginger Boy lost a lot of that energy too, it's just funny. I gained energy, I don't
3: know what you're talking about.
4: <laughs> and no one wants a shout out, so pick a wrestler and listen to shit.
3: Alright, before we tell
4: do our little me shout outs.
1: Tell me <laughs> oh, tell me tell no. Sorry. Going back to last week with the Zack Ryder reference.
3: All right.
4: You know what? For this, shut up. Oh, oh, hold up. Before you do yeah. that. Yeah. I was right, you asshole. It was Zack Snyder. <laughs> That's right. That director of Man of Steel. <laughs>
1: That's right. Who's, who said that you wasn't? You. <laughs> you did I I that. It was
3: last week, I think it was. <laughs> I don't recall this at all.
4: <laughs> uh, we have it on record. No, we don't. No, I edited Sorry. it out. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Send all your hate mail to Gingerboy507 at, at
1: ChunkBestNerds.com Anyways, go on about something that no one knows what we're talking about <laughs>
3: Well, anyway guys Well, let's see Well, just to get back to our shoutouts portion stuff, We don't have very many shoutouts This week, so we're just going to cut Right to my favorite part Of the week, shouting out some obscure Wrestler that uh, I'm sure Few people remember But I remember as clear as day and this week is going to be, and this week is going to be a little bit, well, kind of odd and stuff. I am going to shout out one of my favorite Mexican wrestlers from back in the day, La Parca. Now, La Parca, La Parca was a Mexican luchador. He was one of the heaviest luchadors inside WCW, World Championship Wrestling. And for his little entire, you know, his entrance and stuff like that, he would always carry his steel chair. He would always just like just play mock guitar and stuff like that, and the thing about it, Leparka would also do these little crazy little dances stuff, like with jiving his legs and stuff like that, and he was one of the biggest guys that could perform like crazy ass stunts, like say, just, just just, imagine this, like about a 230 pound dude inside of a freaking skeleton costume, doing things like freaking planchas and like uh, moonsaults and stuff, yeah, so this week, I'm shouting out Leparka. Yep, this guy, awesome luchador, awesome, just uh, <laughs> awesome dance moves, and I was really, among, I was really
1: hoping you were gonna go with the kiss guy from WCW.
3: Oh my God, the demon!
1: <laughs> you know, you know that's actually the the, the least watched segment in WW WCW's history was when they yes. had kiss on and did the the lip singing.
3: Oh yes. Well, the thing I remember watching it live. I remember actually watching it live on TV and stuff. Kiss did the performance, and all of a sudden, the demon just like popped out. It was one of the most underwhelming type of debuts for any type of professional wrestler that I had seen, and didn't help much. Didn't help matters much that he wasn't even hardly pushed at all because of how bland and stuff the drop-off for like uh, that whole debut was. Mm. But anyway, the demon is like another type of wrestler and stuff, where, you know what, <laughs> I just don't really give a shit about that dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like most characters the, that were invented by WCW.
3: Well, yeah, that too. But, you know what, that's another topic for another week, and another obscure wrestling thing. So, this week, we're going to go with La Parca, the obese Mexican wrestler who loved to do moonsaults and crushes suspending, you know, just crushes uh, unsuspecting opponents Seriously, Laparca, jam on and do whatever the hell you feel like. But also, don't forget to eat those Twinkies. Oh, those
1: Twinkies are back now. That's right.
4: Well, we're about to end the show now. Uh, So let's uh, go ahead and, if you want to hear more of us, talk to us, tell us how bad we suck. (laughs) You can follow us on Twitter at uh, @drunk. yeah, drunk underscore nerds, and on Facebook you can join our Facebook group at facebook dot com slash drunk dash nerds.
3: So please comment, subscribe, whatever you can on iTunes and stuff. Just leave us a just leave us a comment. Just say if you like this podcast. If you don't like this podcast, tell us why. You know, just leave us anything. I mean, we're starving here. We need a freaking bone here.
1: Throw us a freaking bone. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't keep reviewing our show every week. It only lets me do it once. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, uh, yeah, Van for a minute. I'll check if we have any out and yeah, do i the
1: same thing. Probably should have done it before the show.
4: dun dun
1: dun really gotta get bumpers.
4: Eh, we don't need bumpers. Bumpers are for squares.
1: <laughs> no reviews. Nobody likes us! <laughs> uh.
3: Well, anyway, guys, I guess... Oh, we do...
4: Have, we are up to, like, 89 downloads.
2: Yay! 80.
4: Really? 89
3: downloads? That's awesome. That's,
4: that's awesome. At least people listen
3: to us.
1: 29 and one-third... Or two-thirds uh, listeners. Yeah. Well, hell. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: so, he cut somebody in half. In third, um,
1: third. Third, third. Yeah.
4: Yeah. You cut someone into a third. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, seven people have downloaded it today. I just, I just
1: seven it have downloaded it today? TV and scared the crap out of me.
4: <laughs> seven people have downloaded it today. That's
1: freaking cool. That's pretty cool. I
4: was mad. Oh, is, uh, the show, uh, <laughs> <laughs> crap.
1: Oh, no, I downloaded it yesterday. I'm looking at it. It says
4: I downloaded it yesterday. Oh uh, let's see. Sorry. Some of our statistics. Oh, here, here. We are huge in the Oakland area. Yeah. 23 downloads. What are, what are the Oakland, gangsta? California
3: area. <laughs> yeah,
4: That's we have 23 funny. downloads in Oakland.
1: Where am I? Ginger's at. <laughs> <is it> at?
4: <laughs> Seattle, Stewart Strong, six, pe- six All people. Right. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Uh, Chattanooga, area. woohoo, uh, 10 people.
1: What about, what
4: about Iowa? Oh, how are we doing over there? 10. Negative two. <laughs> <Dang it! laughs> no, you have eight. Hey!
1: Really, eight?
2: Yeah,
4: you yeah. have eight. Massachusetts, we have two. Ohio, Ohio five. What about, what, about what about Rhode Island? Rhode Island, uh, let's oh, see. Come on. Come on. Come on. Good.
1: California,
4: we have 23. Really? Uh, California, 23. Colorado, three. Wow! Texas, two. <laughs> I can probably tell you who the three people in Colorado are.
3: Probably could. I could play uh, Nerves all three times.
4: Nerves. <laughs> nerves, uh, jitterbug and Well
1: no, it's just three individual downloads. It's probably just nerves all three times. Nerves, all three times. Yeah,
4: Maybe. No, it's uh no, it's not that it's, it's actually not that. It's actually people who downloaded, not it doesn't count it overall. Oh,
3: okay. All right, guys. Oh, well so we're we getting actually past... have
1: 89 listeners, not 89 downloads.
3: Okay. Oh,
4: oh that's right. pretty cool. Well,
3: I think, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, guys. Uh,
4: we're, we have four downloads in the United Kingdom and one in Germany.
3: Bam! Represent wow. Germany. We actually have a download from Germany. That's pretty interesting.
1: <laughs> These yeah. guys are amazing. We don't
3: discriminate. We encourage anybody. <laughs> we encourage <laughs> we anybody to listen to our have, podcast. We have uh,
1: 292 downloads in North Korea.
3: <laughs> so yeah, we are big uh, in North Korea. And, <laughs> that and, means uh, two things:
4: to say <laughs> and to say uh, farewell, and for Germany, Auf Wiedersehen.
1: Yep. Scheiße.
4: Nope.
1: That's all I know in Germany.
3: German. Um, uh, all right unless we have anything else big to say and stuff like that, let's just go ahead and just end this podcast right here, you know? I, I am your host.
1: we've talk 20 minutes about Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's do it.
3: No, let's end the well, show. No, 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 no. Let's We're end the show card. now. It's getting kind of long. Anyway, guys, right. I've been your host this week, the Jack of Hearts and stuff, along with Ginger Boy and uh, Knuckles and stuff. we just like to say, hey, so long, sayonara, and please tune in next week. We should have ourselves a well, we'll have ourselves some sort of a show. <laughs> hopefully it'll be what, better than this one. Barring what type of news, what type of gaming stuff as next week. Hopefully if we'll, not, we'll just do what we did this week and just uh,
1: just just
3: wing it, you know.
1: <laughs> hopefully hopefully less Yu-Gi-Oh! talk, though.
3: Well, oh, there's going to be more. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, well, anyway well, everybody, <laughs> see you later. Goodbye and peace. Have a good 4th of July. Independence Day. Yes!
0: <laughs> Does anybody have any missiles left? (laughs)